0: Join me each week to develop a show-ready mindset and gain the competitive edge you need to compete with confidence. Are you ready to stop your sabotage and start making progress? Good. Okay, we're getting into seven ways that you sabotage yourself as a writer okay, we're here, it's January 2024, and it's a new year. Whenever you're watching this, whenever you're listening, (laughs) it's a new year and you are motivated and raring to go on your big goals for the year. You've told everyone that you are doing this thing. And well, let's just say that January 14th is known as the day a lot of people fall off the bandwagon on their New Year's resolutions. But why? Why would you do the opposite of what you want? Well, we're human, for better or for worse. And that means that there are, unfortunately, a lot of ways that we self-sabotage ourselves all the dang time. So, As your friendly neighborhood mental coach for Western riders, I am riding in on my white charger to arm you against these seven ways that you may be self-sabotaging in your riding and not even know it. Because once you are aware of these sneaky little boogers and you know what to look out for then you can stop your self-sabotage in its tracks and get back to crushing your goals. Okay, number one, blaming others. I am putting this number one because I believe in it wholeheartedly. I've also found, to my surprise, that this is a fairly controversial opinion. Stated another way, take 100% responsibility For your life. Phrased that way, most folks, they actually get uncomfortable and they look to argue with me. Once I adopted this perspective that I was 100% responsible for my life, I got a lot happier. It didn't change my circumstances or my writing overnight, but it did empower me to know that I could change things when I didn't like them. When you lose a round, we all get tempted to point our fingers at the judge, at the horse, at the ground, whatever. But this just leads nowhere fast. It circumvents any learning, it fosters resentment, and it makes you a victim. It's not always your fault when things go sideways. But you are always responsible for your behavior and actions. So do the cowboy thing and own your own mistakes and your wins. All right. Number two, being a know it all. One of the secrets of champions is that they are always looking to improve, always. And the only way that you can be always improving is if you are open to improvement, open to new and different ideas and ways of doing things. You have to be humble enough to know you don't know it all. If you think you already know everything there is to know about training and showing, well, why would you try to improve? This exemplifies a limited mindset instead of a growth mindset. Imagine yourself like a sponge, soaking up new and valuable information every day and everywhere you go. Number three, avoiding emotion. This one will probably hit quite a few of you in the feels. I mean, how girls don't cry, right? And when you've got livestock, they don't care if you're sick or sad, you've still got hours of chores to do. We don't got no time for no stinking feelings. Well, we actually don't have time to not process those feelings bottled up inside. Here's the deal. And what I see over and over and over again as a mental coach It usually stems from wanting to be strong, but repressed feelings end up exploding, usually at a very inopportune time. Stress, anxiety, anger over little things, it comes bubbling or bursting forth eventually. There is no true avoidance of emotion. Emotions are like a storm. The only way out is through. Just feel them. I get it. Being vulnerable can be scary and hard to open up. But it takes courage and will make you so much stronger mentally because facing your feelings head on wipes away shame. Try that on as a powerful reframe. It's not powerful to bottle up your emotions. It's more powerful to clear away any shame and face the situation in a courageous manner. Fourth, numb with distraction. Full disclosure, I'm talking to myself with this one. Excessive distractions can absolutely Turn addictive. It doesn't matter if we're talking about binging Netflix, social media, any sort of mindless entertainment that isolates you from yourself and numbs you out. Beware. This will derail your success train and stop you from achieving your goals. If there's something that matters to you, your upcoming show, a relationship, training your brain, set aside time for it and beware. The self sabotage of activities that derail and drain you instead of revving you up. Five, extreme self criticism. Oh, hello again. Yes, I have been guilty of this one too. Don't worry, I've been guilty of all of these. That's why I care so much about overcoming them and helping you to avoid them too. Now, you got to be self aware. It's a requirement for leveling up as a writer. How else are you going to recognize your own limiting beliefs and retrain your brain in more helpful patterns? But being too hard on yourself, that'll only tear down your self-confidence because you'll start to believe all those nasty, hurtful things your inner critic is telling you. That's also why I love affirmations so much. Number six, worrying about everything. I'm not talking about facing reality head on or about proactively planning for emergencies. For example, you absolutely should know how to change your tire on your trailer and carry a spare tire. I'm talking about obsessively worrying about everything. Does worrying change anything? Does worrying make that scenario less likely? The answer is no. All it does is ruin the present moment. It steals your joy and leaves you exhausted and miserable. If anxiety about all the ways your run could go wrong, if it's tanking your performance before you enter the pen, take a deep breath, And bring yourself back to the present moment. Remind yourself that you are here in the here and now. And the best way to have a good run is to be fully present and ride your horse, not spend the run worrying about everything that could go wrong. And number seven, expecting success to just fall in your lap. You might not think that you do this, but check yourself. Is there any teeny bit of entitlement sneaking into your attitude? Like any endeavor, success in the saddle as a rider demands hours of practice to perfect technical skills and master the mental game, continuous learning, and a strong work ethic. When you embrace the journey of growth, you're more likely to achieve your goals. Whereas if you expect success to just be handed to you, you can be left wondering why your progress is stagnant, no matter how fancy your horse is. Well, we really went into it today. (laughs) Self-sabotage won't stand a chance. I'm curious, out of these seven ways riders self-sabotage that we covered today. So we covered blaming others, being a know-it-all, Avoiding emotion, numbing with distractions, extreme self-criticism, worrying about everything, and expecting success to just drop in your lap. Out of these seven, which one resonated with you the most? I love to hear from you guys. Write me back and I'll do a more in-depth look at the one folks are struggling the most with. Also, don't forget, pretty please go down, hit subscribe, and give this a thumbs up on the podcast. Rate it five stars and leave a comment in your review about something that resonated for you and insight you got from this podcast. Really helps out the podcast. And be sure to share it with a friend. If there's anybody that you ride with, anybody you know that does horses, send them this podcast so that they can stop self sabotaging themselves too. Thanks so much for being here. I can't wait to talk to you guys all again next week. Oh, and Thursday's podcast. Amazing. You are going to love the guest that I have for you guys. Incredible. Amazing writers. Before we wrap up today's episode, I've got something truly special for you. As we close out 2023 and start anew in 2024, it's the perfect time to reflect on your equestrian journey and set some exciting new goals for the year ahead. I am thrilled to introduce you to my end of year riding reflection worksheet. This isn't just any worksheet. This is your personal roadmap to dive deep into your riding experiences, your dreams and aspirations to make sure you learn from all you went through this last year and extract the knowledge and wisdom that you need to level up. With this powerful tool, you'll celebrate your achievements, pinpoint areas for growth and craft a vision for your equestrian journey in this upcoming year. Now, here's the best part. It's absolutely free. It's my gift to you. To get your hands on this invaluable resource, all you have to do is head over to my website, nicoleburnettcoaching.com, or click the link conveniently placed in the podcast description. So saddle up grab your favorite pen and embark on this transformational journey of reflection and vision. Let's make the next year your most remarkable one yet.